because you're a mid and we know it it's the mid podcast your podcast for random shit geek stuff and wrestling you can listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcast apple spotify or on any podcast platform you can follow us on twitter at the mid podcast and find us on youtube at the mid podcast be sure to hit that like and subscribe button and leave us a comment you can also support the mid podcast by becoming a Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash the mid podcast and pick you out a tier that works for you. You can also support the podcast by showing off your support with mid podcast gear. Go to the midpodcast.com where we have t-shirts, sweatshirts, and much, much more. I am one of your hosts, the best thing walking the earth, Catherine, here with Bluff, Brendan. Hello. So, Brendan. So, Mother. I'm exhausted this week. Me too. So, what are we getting mid with tonight? All Elite Wrestling. I'd like to get mid with some Oda from All Elite Wrestling. I didn't say that. <clears throat> you might have to edit that part out. No. No? No. Editing takes too long. Yeah, but sometimes you have to edit. Eh, screw it. It depends on what I say. Yep. I don't ever say anything wrong. Mm-hmm. I do not. It's tough being perfect. <laughs> yeah, I would know. So, got any news you want to talk about before we get into Dynamite and Rampage from this week? Let's talk about some net worth of some people. Oh, we're going economics. We're starting off with economics. Yeah, I guess you need to learn about economics. I have. Um, well, somebody on the Twitters said Tony Khan couldn't afford Sasha Banks. So, mother... Read off the McMahon family net worth, and then we'll do the Khan family net worth. Shouldn't you give them some context on why we're going economics? So, we're going with economics first, because there is a rumor going around that the talks between WWE and Sasha Banks has stopped. Because of money issues, because she want she wants to get paid. She deserves to get paid. Can't blame a bitch for wanting money. She deserves to have the bag at least. Here comes the money. I mean shit, she song. carried that division. Her and Bianca carried that division by themselves. But Somebody made a comment that Tony Khan wouldn't be able to afford Sasha Banks. So? Um, he afforded Brian Danielson, CM Punk, William Regal. Adam Cole. John Moxley. Chris Moxley, Jericho. Omega and the Bucks. They had big contracts. Cody. Yeah, well, Cody's gone, so that contract's gone. So that freed up um, some money when Cody left. I'm just naming people. Shit you need to learn about being sports management. Um, 
Soraya. Yeah, you know she got paid. Oh, yeah. I mean, bitch charging $80 for a goddamn photo. And he's probably giving Britt a contract extension. Yes, because she's sucking his dick. Jade's probably going to get paid big. Yeah, when her contract comes up, she's probably going to get paid big. He's the PJ. We know he paid Maxwell. Oh, yeah. But <clears throat> how the fuck did you think Maxwell came back? Um, some funny things I got into looking. Or I just asked the Amazon robot. The net worth of four certain people being Tony Khan. Whose net net worth is $1 billion. Shahid Khan. Daddy Khan happens to be worth $9 billion. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. He's only worth $1.8 billion. And Triple H. Uh, Triple H, Paul Levesque, is only worth $150 million. So, how the fuck are you going to sit there and put out a dumbass comic that Tony Khan can't afford Sasha Banks when he owns a professional football team, a team in the Premier League. He owns, what else does he own? Some weird-ass company type thingy-mabobber. Okay, so these are all the jobs that TK holds currently. Um, Executive is the Jackson Jack. Jaguars football team. Mm-hmm. Uh, vice chairman of the Fulham Football Club in England. Yeah. Um, is chairman of True Media Networks and is CEO of All Elite Wrestling and is CEO of Ring of Honor. So he is getting paid. Looks that way. So, yeah. And there's some of those funds that go in from those other companies slash teams that go into AEW. Well, I mean, I'm sure you can invest your money how you want to. His his money. So, Tony Khan is able to afford Sasha Banks, and he's probably able to afford a hell of a lot more. Well, I mean, if Sasha wants to come... And if he thinks it's a good investment, now, now his daddy would not let him invest his money if it ain't good. Cause they had they had a brawl about him trying to start all elite wrestling when he tried to get his daddy to invest in it, and his daddy kept saying no. I think it'll be a good investment. But now daddy's all behind it. I think you bring in Sasha. A, you're bringing in more fans. You'll bring in all the Sasha fans. Then imagine the merch that you're going to bring in because of her. She's going to sell out everything. And she wants to be in movies. So that's more publicity for your wrestling company. And the AEW schedule is kind of like, they're not going to give her a Roman Reigns contract schedule. No. Or a Brock Lesnar schedule. No, they would want Sasha to work every night. Because outside of Bianca, Becky, Bailey. Trash. Trash. 
I'm trying to think. Oscar. Trash. Eo Shirai. Trash. I used to call her. Eo Sky Shirai. Uh, Dakota Kai. Trash. Rhea Ripley. Not trash. Ronda. Ronda's trash in WWE, and I love Ronda Rousey. Shayna Baszler. Mid trash. Shotzi. Trash from hell. Raquel Gonzalez. Has potential. That's all the women on the main roster I can name. Well, you have Charlotte Flair. Oh, Alexa Bliss. Oh, she beyond trash. Liv Morgan is like trash under the trash compactor that you've done smushed that needs to go to the dump. Damn. Lacey Evans. Same. Uh, yeah, that's about it. They don't really have any decent women, except for Rhea. Raquel's got potential. Bianca. That and that steer roster isn't any better either. Bailey, if Bailey's on her own, and that's it. And the only NXT roster would be Toxic Attraction. Yeah. Because what? But WWE's women's division is much better than AEW. And it says he drunk. Should AEW improve on the women's division? Yeah, but guess what? There's room for improvement everywhere in any company. True. Like, just the big focus in AEW is the women's division. They have the talent. Just TK just kind of doesn't book them a lot. No, because wrestling fans are majority male. And it makes. And they like to watch male wrestlers more so than female wrestlers. See, Because I, that's what you grew up with. I just like watching wrestling. I do too. I don't care who it is. I prefer male wrestlers over female wrestlers. And the sad part is, there are some females who do it better than some of the males. That's true. Like, Rhea Ripley could beat a couple of guys' asses. You put her in a one-on-one match, she probably could beat their ass. Like, if you pissed her off on the street, if you were a guy, she could whoop your ass. Oh, 100%. Same thing with Hater. Yeah. They some strong women. Uh-huh. Like, physically strong. Tony Storm could probably beat some ass, too. Ooh, Raquel could beat some ass. Yeah, Raquel she's Rodriguez, fucking huge. she's huge. Um, Jade could hit somebody's ass oh, instantly. Ain't nobody gonna fuck with her. Fuck no. They gonna look at her and be like, yep, walking the other way. It's like, okay, I'm not gonna piss her off anytime soon. I will say, because, like, I've watched wrestling for so long. Women's wrestling has greatly improved from where it was when I watched it when I was little. Well, because when you watched it, Vince treated them like shit. Well, no, this was like even before Vince. Like, the women had their own company called Glow, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. And it would come on after WCW on Saturday nights. Hmm. But... And people are saying Sasha would want the title immediately. Probably not. 
You throw Sasha in that feud with Jade. I don't know if I'd want to see her in a feud with Jade or if I want to see her in a feud with Jamie Hayter. I would... Or I would rather maybe see her in a feud with Jade. Jade drop the title to her and then see Jade and Hayter. Strength versus strength. Yeah. You let Jade... Because... Because cunt whore, attention whore bitch don't need a title run no more. <laughs> and if you don't know who I'm talking about, you will soon. Thunder Rosa. No, we'll talk about it when we talk about this week's episodes. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's the element of surprise. They'll have to figure it out. Yes. <laughs> I'm starting to get on that bandwagon. Bandwagon? Mm-hmm. Bandwagon? Mm-hmm. Mm, we'll talk about that later, though. But, anyways, I lost my train of thought now. Are we done discussing economics and stuff? I don't have nothing else to add to that besides DK could afford her. Yeah. And probably give her a hell of a lot more than what the Fed could. Probably. So, William Regal only signed a one-year deal with AEW. Yeah. So, some e-drone on Twitter tweeted out, bring him back home. Tony Khan is not using Regal to his fullest potential. He's a 60-year-old man. How much potential does he have? Well, I'm just saying he's on TV practically every Wednesday and every Friday. Either coming out with somebody or doing commentary and trying to get a hold of Excalibur's penis. I don't know. Do you think War Games was good? Here. Oh, yes. Yes. No. The Ronda match was cinema. The Ronda Shotzi match was cinema. We literally had the women's match of the year the week before. And I think that match was going on while we were driving back from Winston, so I didn't get to see it. No. Or was it going on when I was taking my shower? It was going on when you were in the shower. Mm. But from what I heard, there were several botches. And the sad part is... And neither one neither one of them women could carry the other for the match. The sad part is, the DDT to the outside wasn't Shotzi's fault. It was Ronda not wanting to sell. But that's cinema. You want to see cinema? Look up Tony Storm Jamie Hayter at Full Gear. Look up Jordan Grace versus Misha Slama, Slamovich at uh, Overdrive. I'm just saying. Look up Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa in 2021. In the um, Oh, Bobby's favorite, Conta Rosa. I'm just naming good women's matches. I'm just, I know, but I'm just saying every time you say her name, that's what I think of now. Mmm... What other good women matches are there? 
Oh, look up the Fatal 4-Way from All Out with Athena, Hater, Britt, and Storm. That was a good match. I'm just saying what I read on Twitter. Don't bite my head off. I'm not. I'm just going into detail of how there's better matches than that. Becky versus Bianca at SummerSlam. Uh, Sasha Banks and Bianca at WrestleMania. That's all I got. Okay, so I have another question for you. Okay. So, out of these four, who's been the best signing of 2022 for AEW? Swerve Strickland, Claudio Castagnoli, Athena, or Tony Storm? Can I say all four? You've got to pick one. Can I not say all four, though? Pick one. I like all four of them, though. I do, too, but you have to pick one. I would say Tony Storm. She's been a big help to the women's division. So, I would go Tony Storm or Athena. Just because they've helped out the women's division a lot. I'm going to go with my boy Swerve. That's fair. Hey, you know I got a picture with Claude or Adam Cole yesterday? You mean Adam Page? No, Adam Cole. Oh, how'd you do that? Because me and Claudio did the Adam Cole thing. I was going to say, I don't remember that fucker being there. <laughs> Which we'll talk about that on another podcast. After we get done recording this one and it's uploaded. Um, trying to think. Any other wrestling news? I'm looking because, like, I usually screenshot stuff. Uh, War Games was mid. Besides the two War Games. Oh, I had another question. And this was, like, I'm going to ask it anyway, but if we were recording beforehand. Um, which... WWE superstar would you most love to go Black Friday shopping with? They have to be from the WWE. Fuck. Seth. Why? Because <laughs> me and Seth would get into some shit. You know who I would take? Who? Um, What's the Uso's younger brother? Solo. Solo Sequoia. I would take him because no. he could be the muscle and move bitches out of the way. <laughs> Give me... I'm not going to say Strowman. Give me Omos. That, it's like, y- yo, Omos, can you get that for me? Dude's like 7,000 feet tall. All I have to do is say, Mr. Omos, can you get that on the top shelf for me? Bada bing, bada boom. And guess what? Somebody comes in my way, he can just push them out. So, yeah, I'm going Omos. I'm going Sequoia because he could just beat the shit out of people for me. Lashley would be cool. Oh, yeah. See, because... But I just like like Solo. Solo's cool. Like, he needs to break away from the bloodline and do a solo... (laughs) Funny. Do a solo run. (laughs) Because I could see him as a world champion. I would have fun with McIntyre. Is he going to bring his sword? 
Maybe. I like men with swords. Oh, God. <laughs> That's not the sword I'm talking about, Mother. No, I'm talking about, like, the sword that you can cut somebody's head off with. Mm-hmm. The one he comes out with. You know, I'm a history person, so I like medieval shit. Okay, so... But the other one is not bad, neither. Who would you want to go Black Friday shopping with from AEW now? Did it have to be a a wrestler? Can I take the boss because he's got all the money? (laughs) I guess. (laughs) I mean, he's got all the money, so could I take him? Yeah. Give me Brody King. If I have to pick a wrestler... You know who it would be fun to go shopping with? Chris Jericho. Oh, God. <laughs> the Ultra. Um, I don't know. Brody King would be cool. Really nice guy, by the way. Adam Page would be cool. Adam Cole would be cool. Oh, you know cool. who else would be cool to go shopping with? Nick and Matt Jackson. Oh, they would just buy every fucking sneaker. Like, if there's a shoe, be like, yeah, I'm buying that, I'm buying that, I'm buying that. Oh, new pair of shoes, I'm buying that. I think one of them's wife is pissed off because they get alerts <laughs> every time they buy shoes. And the other one's like, that's why my wife don't have access. Oh, I saw one of those the other day. Is No, it was on Busted Open. They were talking about it. Four wrestlers you would bring to Thanksgiving. I think mine was Seth, MJF, the bully, everybody. Uh, I like tried to split it two men and two women. Mm-hmm. Of course, I said hater. Who was the other one? And I think I said. You be Sasha. giving Jamie a hater some of your wishbone. <laughs> I think I said Sasha. Or maybe I said Liv. I said one of those two. I don't remember because I was driving back from Atlanta. So, what are your four wrestlers? Fuck, I don't know. MJF. Yeah, because I would need Max to drop promos on people. Kenny. I don't know. That's tough. Matt Taven. Mm-hmm. Ooh, after seeing him last night, god damn. <laughs> we'll go into the, the, we need to do that discussion too. Oh god, no we don't. <laughs> um, yes, That's do. just for you. Um, we definitely have Maxwell. I think I would have Excalibur, just so he could run through everything real quick. And then you have to bring Regal. <laughs> Excalibur can give you everything on the table real quick. <laughs> and um, on the table we have... Turkey, ham, mashed potatoes, green beans. <laughs> um, who else would I invite? Mm-hmm. Wardlow. No, because he'd eat all the food. Uh, Luigi Primo. Fuck no. <laughs> Pillman. Fuck no! Nick Otis? Fuck no! He's not in AEW. Um. (laughs) 
Shit. That's hard. I think I have to invite Matt Jackson just because I think he's cute. <laughs> I would need some eye candy to stare at. <laughs> and... Shit. What, I need one more? Mm-hmm. Because what he said, Maxwell, Excalibur, Matt Jackson. Brandon Cutler so he can film it. <laughs> Everybody needs a Landon Cutler in their life. Yeah. So I think those would be my four. Nice. Anyways, we just spent 25 minutes just talking about random shit. Let's talk about the other thing. No. Yes! It's <laughs> funny. I want to talk about it. <laughs> it doesn't have to deal with AEW because it happened last night at WrestleCade, so we could talk about it when we record WrestleCade. But it's about AEW. Is it, though? Uh, yes. And it all started from me watching another podcast, I guess you would call it. Okay. And... They have made a post on their Facebook page, something about the scissoring stuff. And so I had commented on there that I would scissor Tony Khan. <laughs> and so now every time I put little scissor emojis on their YouTube stream, one of the guys goes, well, she was just scissor Tony Khan, but now it's the AEW locker room. <laughs> and I replied, no, it's just 10. And then on the way to WrestleCade yesterday, we narrowed it down that it would only actually be seven. Eight after last night. Technically, it would still be seven if you don't count the boss, if he's not actually yeah. in the locker room. So, eight if you count TK, seven, seven if, if you, you don't. don't. <laughs> Anyways... It's been twenty. And then after last night, I had to add one. <laughs> it's been twenty six minutes. Because almost. the boy stood up on the fucking rope, and all you could see was point between his legs. <laughs> and I may or may not have that picture. And I may or may not have had to send it to your aunt to make sure that I was looking at the same thing. She replied, oh my god. God damn it. I even sent it to Jordan, and he said, yes. <laughs> He's seen it too. But? I think purple might be my new favorite color. <laughs> I'm trading black and gold for purple. The kingdom's your new favorite tag team. It might be. <laughs> Sorry, Young Bucks, you just got kicked to the curb. <laughs> now, if they want to come out and something like that, and I can see some point, then I can determine who gets kicked to the curb. Anywho. Uh, no more talking about points? No. Oh, darn. Um... I don't think there's nothing else. It's been about a half hour of us just talking shit. Oh, well, it's our podcast. We could talk about whatever the fuck we want. Basically. If you're not down with that, you're mid. Exactly. 
But I do think we should start talking about dynamite and rampage. Well, if you're forcing my hand, I'm not forcing. I'm recommending we talk about. You're dynamite. aggressively persuading. Sure, why not? Why don't you give the football to Aaron Jones? I need fantasy points. So, <clears throat> our typical Dynamite Thanksgiving Eve comes to you live from the windy city of... Chicago! Chicago! Illinois! Home of nothing. Home of the Chicago Bears, the Chicago Blackhawks, the Chicago White Sox, and the Chicago Cubs. They're all mid. And besides the Cubs. I mean, I do like the Cubs because their stadium is so fucking old. Oh, yeah. And the Chicago Bulls. They were not mid in the early 90s. Fuck Michael Jordan. I'm a Pistons fan. I'm a Dennis Rodman, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen. Fuck all of them. I'm a Pistons fan. I'm allowed you wasn't to say saying that. fuck Rodman when he was with the Pistons. No way. Which was way before your time. You probably don't remember. He did bring a gun into the arena one time. Protection! It's fucking Detroit! He slept with it on his chest. Protection! Don't blame him! He was inside the parking garage. Don't blame him, it's fucking Detroit! It was when they were playing in our, uh, the palace. And that wasn't in the bad part of Detroit. Don't care! They still... Crazy people in Detroit. They were playing up in Harbin Hills. Don't blame him. He must have done something and felt threatened. He was fucking... He must have done some gangster shit. It's no. Dennis Rodman. What it was is he was fucking out of his mind. He was crazy. Dennis Rodman is the most sane son of a bitch you ever want to meet. How we get on basketball? <laughs> in a basketball podcast. I hate basketball. I love basketball. Basketball sucks. Okay, back to wrestling. That was a tangent. Eh, fuck it. Who cares? How do you fuck who cares? <laughs> oh my god, do it. <laughs> we need to write that down for our random shit podcast. If you want to hear who... <laughs> how the fuck who cares, subscribe to Patreon. Yes. Which will try to get to tomorrow. We're going to do our random shit tomorrow, if possible. Okay. Uh, anyways, we're in Chicago. It's the Thanksgiving episode of AEW. And we see the one and only William Regal in the ring. <clears throat> um, He begins to taunt the crowd. Ask if you want to hear from your new champion. Says you'll have to wait till next week because Maxwell's not there. He's out filming a movie. Um, <clears throat> Regal's not a fan of Chicago because he has to ask where the fuck is he. Uh, nobody's a fan of Chicago, Willie. Um, the crowd begins to chant, "Regal sucks." The crowd also chants, "Fuck you, Regal." And Regal replies that they're so uncouth. That means not good or bad, right? Yes. <clears throat> Boom. It means I you have no manners. Knowledge. Your nana drops that word all the time. That's how I know what it means. 
um, <coughs> says that MJF will read a email he sent him um, next week when he appears on Dynamite. Then we get Moxley's music. Moxley looks pissed. And I don't mean pissed. I mean pissed. Yeah. Don't turn your back on John Moxley. As Seth Rollins, how that went for him. Crowd chants, you fucked up to Regal. <clears throat> Taz on commentary says, uh, Regal might want to consider getting out of the ring. Yeah. <clears throat> we see Brian Danielson jump between Regal and Moxley. <clears throat> Daniel proceeds to say, we've all done bad things. Please with Moxley not to hurt Regal. Um, the commentary team on this was awesome during this whole segment. Because the shit they were saying, and I didn't have time to write it all down because I had to watch this before we recorded at 10.30, <clears throat> was freaking amazing. So if you have a way to go back and watch it, I suggest you do that. Um, Danielson then slaps Moxley, begins to say he's sorry, because uh, you know you're probably going to get your ass kicked. Then Danielson proceeds to give some BS, BS speech. Uh, we see Moxley trying to contain himself. Moxley grabs the mic. Tells Regal, your lordship, I want one thing. I want you to run, run as far away as you can, and never come back. Monsley is going to lay down William Regal and put him to sleep. First of all, I'm amazed that John Moxley watches the fucking Lion King. Because that's where that line come from. Because that's what Scar told Simba. After Scar had his father killed. Well, he does. And blamed Simba for it. Well, he does have a little. I don't think she's old enough for the Lion King yet. You had me watching the Lion King when I was young. Not that young. I want to rewatch the Lion King. I haven't watched it in a while. <clears throat> and then we see Regal gets out of the ring, begins walking up the ramp. Then we get a Keith Lee promo. Um, Lee was getting ready to talk to Renee. Swerve walks up. Lee says, choose your words wisely. Swerve said, let's talk. Swerve puts his hand up in front of the camera. So I guess that means they're going to talk privately, which means probably one of them got their ass kicked. That or they sorted their shit out. Maybe. Or... Or, hear me out, Keith Lee knew about what was going on the whole time and was just acting like the good guy the fuck with the acclaimed. Oh, and Keith Lee be a bad guy? They both be bad guys. Swerve and Keith Lee. Well, I know, but I mean, ever I wouldn't see I wouldn't see Lee being a bad guy. That's why it would be a really good idea. Because nobody would be expecting Keith Lee to turn heel. TK, I have some ideas for you. We can negotiate your contract, Brendan. <laughs> and it'll be a very light contract. Since I'm your manager. Okay. I only need one thing. <laughs> <laughs> so next we have Orange Cassidy versus Jack, Jack Jake Hager for the all Atlantic. All-Atlantic title. This match was stupid. 
They put too much emphasis on this fucking purple bucket hat. I love the bucket hat. Anyway, OC retains. They so need to get the fucking belt off him. Boy. The factory comes out, says we have unfinished business. The factory begins to surround the ring. The lights go out. Then we see Julia Hart standing at the top of the ramp. And House of Black is in the ring, and they begin to take out the best friends. The factory is standing there clapping, and then they're like, yeah, fuck it, we're taking you out too. So they take out both the best friends and the factory. I thought Malachi Black was going back to the Fed. I thought he was going back to Papa H. You can't go back if you're still under contract. Oh, sorry, that's just JD from New York fondling Triple H's balls. And I think he has like three more years on his contract. Something like that. If I'm not mistaken, I, I remember in an interview <clears throat> TK saying that like him and two or three other people, Adam Cole, were signed for like five years. You might want to move your switch before it falls. It'll be alright. The cat fell off the couch. So the crowd begins to chant, welcome back. Then we see security come running down the ramp. I mean, really? You can send all the security you want. Brody King, Buddy Matthews, and Malachi Bullock. What you think gonna happen to security? <laughs> Goodbye. They take out everyone. Then King hits a Dante's Inferno to a poor little security dude. Then Malachi Black grabs the microphone and says, Members of the House of Black rise. And the crowd begins to stand. Hmm, interesting. I think they've recruited more members. Really? Mm-hmm. Who do you think? I don't know. Have to watch and find out. Yes, so. And then we get <clears throat> a Jungle Boy video, which I heard people talking about this. Like, I don't even fucking remember it. That's how quick it was. Like, I literally, even watching it again tonight, I was like, what the fuck? I had to rewind it just to jot a note about this. That's how quick that fucking video was. Was it not about him discussing the match with Luchasaurus? Yes. Oh. He said, I'm glad I won. I kicked your ass. And it looked like, uh... Fuck, who's his girlfriend? Brit. Or, no, uh, Anna J. Looked like Anna J beat the shit out of him with his face beat up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he might have caught, caught him cheating with Britt Baker. Uh, next, we get <coughs> get our contender match featuring all ego Ethan Page. What? Very nice guy, by the way. Oh, you think that motherfucker looked good on TV? That motherfucker looked good in person. Oh, and I got to touch him. Fuck yeah! <laughs> That's the fangirl in me coming out. I got a hug from Hangman. Yeah. I got a hug from Brody King. And one ego Ethan Page is facing off against the absolute, absolute. Ricky Starks. The, the revolution. Will devised. Will devised? Yeah. 
The revolution is televised. That's what happens when you're trying to talk and cough at the same time. (laughs) Ricky has a new theme song. Yes. Uh, Thought the match was awesome. What's a good match? They both laid it all out. Starks has taped up ribs and shoulders, so you already think he's going to be at a disadvantage being hurt. Because tape is a big old sign saying... Hit me here. Yeah. Um. So we see Paige taking it to Ricky Starks. Um, Starks laying in the corner. Ethan decides to do some jumping jacks, which I ain't mad at. Ricky begins to come back. Ricky hits a spear but can't follow up. We see Paige put Starks onto the rail. Bounces his ribs off the railing. Starks begins to fight back again. Regardless of what poor Ethan throws at him. There's no giving up in Ricky. Mm-mm. Starks goes for a dive. And Stokely Hathaway pulls Paige out of the way. Starks lands hard on the floor. And the ref tossed Stokely. Why would you toss Stokely? He didn't do nothing. I don't know. I mean, they claimed he interfered in the match, but all he did was pull his boy out of the way. How's that interfering with the match? Technically, it's interference. Technically, this referee's a dumbass. Da-da-da-da, dumbass! I think Starks lands a spear, (coughs) and he gets the pin. I forgot to write it down because I was trying to do this quickly. And so, Ricky Starks will face your AEW World Champion, Maxwell Jacob Freeman, at Winner's Coming. The promos for the next few weeks are going to be freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Although we know Ricky's going to take a ass whooping. Probably. Maxwell's holding that title on. But to some, Maxwell can't wrestle. Yes and no. Maxwell's the new version of John Cena. He only has five moves. Like, you could tell how a John Cena match is going to work. He's going to do the shoulder tackle, bounce off the ropes, shoulder tackle, bounce off the ropes, shoulder tackle, into that the thing he did. When, you can't see me. No, not that, but like... the. Five uh, knuckle shuffle. No, not that either. The thing you did before that, where you like lift them up and I don't know what they call it. Oh, you know what I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah. And then it's the five knuckle, sh- five knuckle shuffle into the attitude adjustment, and then boom, one, two, three. The attitude adjustment. That's what the thing is. He lifts them up. Yeah. I'm not talking about that. He like. Picked him up like that and then just... It was basically like a weird body slam. Anyway. Then we get a Wardlow promo. I think I like Wardlow chasing the title better than having the title. Yeah. And Wardlow proceeds to say Joe isn't the most dangerous man and he is not TNT champion that Wardlow is. 
um honey he got the pin one two three won the title so technically he is the champ yeah maybe next time don't gloat go for the pinfall um then we move on and we see a video of one jay cargill um interrupting a bow wow interview because they've had some beef on twitter um I want to say Renee was doing the interview. Can't remember. And she asked Jade about it. And Jade says no comment. And that she's happy she got her belt back. But with no help from the baddies. And that they'll have a celebration Wednesday in Indianapolis. Um, We see Red Velvet is back. And then we see one smart Mark Sterling comes in. And Jade and the baddies leave. Jade turns to Kiera Hogan and says not you. Sterling addressed this, tells Hogan tells Hogan she is not needed, her services are not needed, and has her sign something terminating her status as a baddie. Kier Hogan Sasha or hold on. Mercedes whatever her last name is. Starts with a V. I don't know how to pronounce it. But Kier Hogan versus or with Mercedes versus somebody else who they decide to throw in versus the baddies. Book it. Are they setting up a Kiera Jade Cargill feud? I think the cat was drinking your tea. Were you drinking my tea? He's not paying me no mind. No, he's sitting there like the king that he is. Because his name is Maxwell. And he's better than you. And you know it. But he's not better than Vader. They're tied. Yeah. Him and his brother are equal. But they are better cats than you. And they know it. That's true. They are better cats than me. So then we're moving on to our next match. <clears throat> um, We have... Death Triangle versus The Elite. Which is our second match of our best of seven matches. The crowd starts to boo the elite when their awesome music hits. Do not quit your day job. Match was awesome. We have Don Callis on commentary and he tells them that they love us here. Oh yeah, Chicago is big elite country. No other wrestler from Chicago that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, We see Pac is wearing some kind of face shield. Evidently, he broke his nose at the match at full gear. I guess he took one wrong super kick to the nose. There's no kick like a super kick party. Or somebody, There's no party like a super kick party. Somebody could super kick me. That would hurt. I'm not talking with the feet. Oh, no. No, 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 no. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No. I have something they can super kick. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, sir. Moving on. The Elite <coughs> Lose. Um, we get Omega and Phoenix in the ring. Um... They're face-to-face in the ring. 
They shake hands. Then Omega just knee kicks Phoenix's face. Then we see the Elite come in and they begin stomping on Phoenix. Nick's <coughs> Nick with a slam to the apron on pack on the outside of the ring. We see Matt sends Penta into the rail. And we have Kenny and I think Kenny was standing in the ring. And he does a go to sleep gesture. He's just supporting his good friend Kenta. Yeah, we're going to go with that story. Then we see Phoenix takes out all of the elite. And the crowd begins to do a soccer game chant. Ole, 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 ole. Okay, I'm done. Then we see Death Triangle taking care of Omega. Pat gets a two count. <clears throat> we see <coughs> Mac takes out Penta and Phoenix. Omega gets a cover, only gets a two count. Um, We see Matt come in, and some of the crowd was chanting, F.U. Punk. Who's Punk? Um, then we see Nick comes in, him and Pac go at it. <clears throat> and then we see Matt trying to do a buckshot lariat. But instead of actually doing it, he kind of makes fun of when CM Punk botched his. Who is the CM Punk fella? The dude that caused all the fucking chaos it all out. <clears throat> what do you mean? There was no chaos at the Moving on. media scrum. <laughs> then we see Omega biting the arm of Pac. And boy, did that picture get turned into some great memes. He's just trying to copy Moxley. I mean, if Omega wants to come take a bite out of my arm, I ain't rejecting it. <laughs> or anywhere else on my body. God. <clears throat> so then Penta comes in. He begins to take out the Young Bucks. We see Omega with the GTS on Pack. Pack kicks out at two. Then we see Landon Cutler slides the hammer in. However, Penta is behind. I want to say Matt. Jackson was in it the was ring Matt. with his own hammer. Hits Matt. Pat gets the pin on Matt. And Death Triangle is up two matches to none. Yeah, no. Um, I don't get where people are saying that they were trying to do this intentionally to CM Punk. Omega did the Steph Curry go to sleep thing. And then Matt Jackson was just trying to copy a good friend of his, Hangman Adam Page finisher. And then Omega just happened to hit Kenta's finisher. And that's the story you're sticking with. And that's the story I'm sticking with. Why would they try to entice CM Punk? Because it would be funny and salty as hell. Oh, yeah, you're right. They elite some petty bitches, and that's why it was funny as fuck. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly why it was funny as hell. Because that's been their gimmick ever since they started wrestling, is they imitate fucking stupid shit. But when they did it to get to punch your nerves. Wah, who cares? It's wrestling. 
Well, if that's the case, then the motherfucker need to grow up and grow some tougher skin. Yeah, grow some grapefruits, as Vince would say. So, moving on. We get an announcement that Thunder Rosa relinquishes her title, which should have happened a long, long time ago. Um, And that Jamie Hayter is now the official AEW Women's Champion. Um, Renee asks Hater how you feel. Hater gets ready to respond, and attention whore grabs the mic. And by attention whore, I mean fucking Britt Baker. Bitch ain't gotta be on TV every goddamn second that there's something going on in the women's division. Mm-hmm. Bitch, don't you need to get married, have babies, and get the fuck off TV for a while? No. Not yet. Yes. Not, not unless her and AC agree to it. Anyway. I just need Jamie Hader to hurt and beat her ass. And Britt Baker goes, we were not considering interim. Where's this we shit, bitch? You don't have the title. Jamie Hader does. Yeah, Hater's winning that title, and she's going to keep it until... I don't know who's going to take it off of her. They're giving it back to Tony Storm at Revolution. Nah. They should, and let Tony Storm have a decent fucking real run. She had a good run. That's real. So, moving on, they proceed to head down to the ring because... Attention Whore and Jamie Hayter have a match against Anna Jay and Tay Mello and Sky Blue and Willow. So the match starts off with Jamie Hayter and Tay. I mean, Jamie Hayter could break Tay Mello in half if she wanted to. I will say Tay is looking better in the ring. The only person in that match that Jamie Hader probably couldn't break in half is Willow. Mm-hmm. Because Willow's also... Pretty strong. Pretty strong. And we see Tay and Anna double-teaming. Um, Jamie Hader shows off her power by taking out both Tay and Anna. Then we see Britt Baker comes in. She's fighting with Tay. We see TJ doubling, double-teaming Britt. Yay, beat the bitch. Uh, Britt accidentally tags in Willow. Willow begins to take it to Anna. Uh, Hater and Baker gets the win. And, of course, Baker is the one that gets the pin. Bullshit. This is some terrible fucking booking. Whoever did this. No, great booking. No, you should have let Hater get the pin. Eh. It is what it is. As the match ends, we hear Excalibur say that Tony Storm's reign will now be recognized as an official reign and that she was not interim women's champion, that she was actually women's champion. And the only reason that this got changed is because TK took a hit on Twitter because everybody was bitching about it. At least he made it right. Next, we get a top flight FTR promo. 
They will fight on Rampage for the Ring of Honor tag titles. Then we see <clears throat> the Acclaim come out, doing a rap about Full Gear. Um, they are interrupted by Sanjay and Jay Lethal. And Jeff Jarrett walks up and calls Max Caster Slap Max, Daddy Ass, and Junior Ass. <laughs> are we setting up a feud with this group and the Acclaim? Maybe. The crowd chants TNA sucks. Sometimes? Sometimes it sucks, sometimes it doesn't. I used to watch TNA back in the day. Then we go to our main event featuring the Ocho. Chris Jericho versus Ishii. Um, match was good. Jericho came out alone, which was surprising. I put in my notes, oh shit, cunt ref calling match. You love Aubrey. Cunt ref calling match. You love Aubrey. Um, yes, that's why I was chatting. She sucks last night at WrestleCade. <clears throat> we see Jericho flipping off the Chicago crowd. Ishii slaps Jericho. They begin to exchange slaps. We see a head takeover by Ishii. They begin to exchange blows again. And then all of a sudden, we hear Taz apologizing to Shivani because he was kind of dim- dismissive earlier in the show. And then Excalibur, being Excalibur, g- goes, did Tony Khan yell at you in your ear? <laughs> I love me some Excalibur. The commentary on AEW is just amazing. <clears throat> then we see Jericho with a side headlock. Ishii with chops on Jericho. Ishii chopped Jericho so fucking hard that he busted open his chest. Welcome! Oh, wait. No, that comes on tomorrow. Yeah, I know. I want to hear my LaGreca rant. That won't be till Tuesday? Or Wednesday. I think he's on Wednesdays. Um. First of all, how the fuck you hit somebody so hard you bust open their chest? Because... Ishii is a big motherfucker. I mean, I heard of busting a cherry. Moving on. <clears throat> Anyways, Jericho gets the win. Jericho stares down at Ian Riccoboni, who was doing commentary. Claudio comes out, hits Jericho with a right hand. And we go off the air. Fun dynamite episode. I would probably have to say that Ethan Page Ricky Starks match was probably the best match. I can agree. <clears throat> Moving on to Rampage, which came on at a special time, which was four o'clock because of hockey. And yes, I did make sure I was home in time to watch. <laughs> because I schedule everything around wrestling. 
So we start off Rampage with Top Flight versus FTR. It was a good match. We have Flyers against Old Men. Um, we have Darius and Dax starting off the match. <coughs> um, we get some quick covers by Darius. Then we see Cash comes in. Then Dante comes in. Comes in. Dante and Dax begin to exchange chops. FTR gets the win. And they retain their Ring of Honor titles. Who are they going to fight at the pay-per-view? The Guns. Probably because they came out after FTR's match was over and stood at the top of the ramp. The best part of it was, I can't remember if it was Austin or Colton, but that motherfucker had a whole fucking trash bag of popcorn. (laughs) Guess he likes some popcorn. There's nothing wrong with popcorn. I have some corn somebody could pop. <laughs> pop, pop, motherfucker. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, Dante and Martin had a little bit of a scare during this match, which they didn't show on the rampage, but Dante Martin's okay. Yes, it looked like he got injured from people that were there. They said that the ref threw up the X and that the doctor come in to check on him. And then, what, the next day they said that he was okay? Mm-hmm. So that's good. Considering that Darius just come back. Somebody doesn't want Top Flight to have success. Evidently not, because they're like... The injury bug loves them for some reason. And they're so fucking good, too. If you like flippy floppy wrestlers, yes. Hey, high spots is fun. Both uh, I'm styles. not saying nothing against it. I'm just saying if you like flippy floppy wrestlers, then they're your boys. Both styles of wrestling are fun. I mean, I like flippy floppy wrestling. I'm not complaining. I'm just stating a fact. Anywho. Did we get a Chris Jericho promo? He comes out with bandages on his chest from where he got the shit knocked out of his titty. Ishii busted his titty. <laughs> I'd bust a titty in somebody's mouth. God damn it. And then we see Parker with the mic. And he proceeds to say, I'll honor the Ocho. This is AEW's version of Acknowledge Me. Honor me. Honor somebody's feelings. The AEW Galaxy. Honor us. That's what they need to come out and say. Then Jericho proceeds to say, Was there any doubt I'm the greatest Ring of Honor champion? Who's it going to be to uncrown the King of Honor? Claudio comes out, challenges him at the Ring of Honor pay-per-view coming up in like two weeks. Um, and if Claudio loses, Claudio has to join the Jericho Appreciation Society. Yeah, Claudio's winning. I don't know if people think he's going to lose and that they're going to break up the Blackpool Combat Club. The Blackpool Cuckold Club, as one Maxwell Jacob Freeman likes to call it. 
I mean, the group could stay together without William Regal, even though he was the founder. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. I don't see Claudio losing either. And God damn it, now I'm going to have to buy another fucking pay-per-view. Son of a bitch. Man, buy it on Bleacher Report. It's still going to cost me the same. Anyway, we get a Tony Storm promo. Um, said that she's proud of Jamie Hayter. She knew she could do it. Um, Storm was like an abuse person. Like, yeah, she backtalked her husband or something. Hey, maybe Bobby needs to go beat somebody's ass. Maybe. Because Tony Storm's face took a beating in that match. Mm-hmm. And by beating, I don't mean with Bobby's cock. <laughs> so then <clears throat> Renee asked Tony Storm what's God, next. And <laughs> Tony Storm replies, I will break my face to get the AEW Women's Championship back. Good luck. What are we goddamning about? The cat just fucking slammed one another. They do that all the time. They're practicing for for when they get older, they can become cat wrestlers. Well, no, I just don't know what one slammed what. I just heard a loud thud. Yes, they do that a lot. Yeah, I know. Moving on, are your thoughts on the Tony Storm promo? Good luck, because Hater's not dropping the title to you. That's my thoughts on the promo. You're going to have one salty person make a comment. Well, that one salty person knows the truth because Jamie Hayter is the better wrestler. Then we get Darby Allen versus Anthony Henry. Darby wins. I don't care about this match. Yeah, I was like, they locked up, look evenly match. Darby comes flying through the ropes and hits JD as... Henry moves. Um, one of the commentators, I can't remember if it was JR or Shivani, says, yeah, the reason JD was out here was for target practice. <clears throat> Henry looked to be in control of the match. We got Darby hung up in the corner. Henry begins to kick the shit out of him. Um, Henry hits a neck breaker and only gets a two count. Darby gets the win. Do you know that with that win, it is the 70th win for Darby Allen in AEW? Cool. Then we get Athena promo, which I'm starting to like her, especially after what she did. She's becoming my favorite women's wrestler. So, she is being interviewed by Lexi and says this is the first time we've seen her since she attacked Cunt Ref. And by cut ref, I mean Aubrey Edwards. Not a fan. Athena replies, why is that? We have this TV, a billion, a billionaire balls, modern tech, yet no footage. Um, <clears throat> Lexi proceeds to say that she needs to apologize or do a public apology. Athena goes, sorry. Lexi replies, guess you will be reinstated Monday. Then Athena goes, I wonder how long before you would show up, referring to Mercedes Martinez, because she has beaten trash bag after trash bag after trash bag wrestler. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm going to start calling people. I don't like trash bags. 
and ask when uh, Mercedes is going to put the Women's Ring of Honor champion on the line because she is waiting and she is ready. I am waiting and ready, too. She's the one to get that final battle. Mm. I would not mind that. Next, we see we have Sheeta versus Queen Aminata. <clears throat> Penelope Ford and the Bunny come out, which everybody's still trying to figure out what that is about. And so while they are distracting Sheeta, Aminata takes advantage of the distraction. Sheeta gets a two count. We see Sheeta does an elbow strike, lands the Falcon Arrow, and Sheeta gets the win. <clears throat> So are we going to have Sheeta and Mystery Opponent versus Penelope and the Bunny? Maybe. I mean, Sheeta you can't be a you can't be a two on one. Sheeta and Kari. I don't know. And then we get to our main event. Yes, yes, yes. The match I was looking forward to all day on Friday. Rush. We have the Dark Order, Alex Reynolds, John Silver, and Ten versus. Roosh, rush, butcher, and blade. Rush. Well, he could rush in me any day. Roosh. Thank you. <clears throat> and we get our regular promo before the match with Mark Henry, but we have no tin. It's time. Roosh looking fine as hell. I love the blade and butcher dropping their promo. It was hilarious. Basically, this is a two-on-three match. Match starts. We see Roosh and the Butcher going at it with one of the members from Dark Order. I can't remember who it was. Oh, I think it was um, John Silver. Reynolds is in the ring with Blade. They have Reynolds isolated. Butcher tags in the Blade. Then we see John uh, John Silver comes in. He's going quick. After his tag, Hungy begins to fly where he is caught by the butcher. And Rouge gives him a nice right hand. <clears throat> then, of course, we see Rouge with his favorite, the cable. And he wraps it around John Silver's neck. We see Silver begin to fight back. Rouge does his pose in the middle of the ring. Mm, that makes any girl wet. Then we see Evil Uno and Negative One come out with Ten. Ten jumps in the ring and he is face to face with Roosh. And Ten clotheslines the fuck out of John Silver. The Blade and Butcher take out Evil Uno. <clears throat> then we get the bull horn, the bull's horn by Roosh on Silver. Roosh gets the pin. Roosh sends. Reynolds into 10 with a disc lariat. Evil Uno is thrown into the ring. 10 takes Uno out. And then 10 and Roosh begin to rip off Uno's mask, who is busted open underneath the mask. Then Roosh gets the table. And then from off the apron, Roosh and 10 put Alex Reynolds through the table. And then we see 10 marches up the ramp, takes off his mask, throws it in front of negative one. Yes. We finally get to see that hot ass face of one Preston Vance. Right. Chicka chicka wow wow. Negative one's gonna have a better villain story than MJF. Yes. 
But the tweets after this shit was hilarious. So, that was all (coughs) for Rampage. Um, I could see Tin and Roosh being tag team champions in the future. Rush. He could rush in me any day. Rush. He could rush my gush any day. What the fuck? Anyways. What do you mean anyways? Do I need to explain what I'm talking about? No, ma'am. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't want to know. In order, do I care to know what goes on in your body that makes you gush? Anywho. And that was Rampage. It was solid. It was okay. It was better than the previous couple of rampages. Yeah. So I'm excited to hear from MJF coming up. And <clears throat> I'd like to hear from Preston Oh, what caused him to turn. How much money did Roosh pay him? Good monies. Good monies. Oh, how do you drop that? I'm going to drop it like it's hot. Please don't. But, anyways, it's the end of this episode. I guess. For now. If you say so, you're the producer. And do you have anything to add? Nope. Just follow us on Twitter, YouTube. Go over to patreon.com slash themidpodcast. Join our Patreon. I think that's it. And we'll be dropping random shit on Patreon. So if you want to laugh your ass off, you have to be a Patreon. (laughs) But that's all I got for the week of Thanksgiving wrestling. Yeah. Goodbye, people. I have a turkey Tony Khan can cook. As I said, goodbye, people.